Uh, I got the intro. Uh, yeah. Okay. Welcome to the No Clue Podcast, episode 186. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Tyler. I'm Mike. Today, we're getting into the NFL. First game was last yes. night. Uh, talk about a couple of predictions, players to watch. Then, of course, we'll talk about the NBA uh, trades that happened and didn't happen. And uh, a little bit of preview of the camp before that, I guess. So, let's talk about the game first. Okay. E game. A lot, Rams. a lot of hype built around the game. A good matchup. Yeah, um, I would say that the Bills are a uh, overwhelming uh, Super Bowl favorite for some people this year, right? I'd say for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, Against the you know Super Bowl defending champs, so what did you think? It was a whooping, obviously. Yeah. Uh well, the Bills proved a lot of people right. Obviously, mm-hmm. they um. What surprised me is how many good defensive players they have. Mm. Uh, okay. I, I'm not you know I'm not the super fan, so I don't know lineman names uh, that well, but. Yeah, they had like they had like seven linemen who look like starters on the defensive end. Yeah, they did. And all these guys were pressuring. All these guys were breaking through the offensive line. Yeah, I, I I can't even think of another team that has that kind of depth just on their defensive line. And then on top of that, Von Miller's breaking in behind them. Yeah, that and was I mean he looks great. Part. Yeah, he looks fantastic too. Yeah, so that that was the story of the game to me was like they had Matthew Stafford flustered off rib. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, he missed camp with some kind of elbow problem. Mm-hmm. That kind yeah, of surgery. showed because none of the none of the new players really had chemistry with him, mm-hmm. or, or the guys that were out for a while. But I mean, the Bills are just dominant. They were like this last year. Yeah, and uh, they looked. The Bills looked so fresh, and, and it's not like I mean they had the, basically the same time off season, but the Bills look like they had a whole another season of rest than the Rams did. I know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, Vaughn to Buffalo is going to be a beautiful marriage if he's beautiful. healthy all year. Good God. Yeah. Teams are in trouble. Absolutely. I was impressed by some of the bills, other receivers, um, Davis, I think it is, you know, he's emerging as, as a solid, uh, you know, two number two for them. Um, they just, they were firing on all cylinders, honestly. There's really not anything negative to say about nothing, but that's the thing. Like they, they're one of the few teams that has no glaring weakness, right? Maybe they don't have a running back, but Josh Allen is running through people like a fullback, so it doesn't really matter. Stiff arming people down and everything. Yeah. I mean, he gets bigger every year. Seems like it. Honestly, honestly, he's more mobile every year. He's stronger every year. I, like I two years ago, I thought he was an athletic freak. 
and yeah. watching the game yesterday, like, dude, he makes everybody on the field look little. Absolutely. He made, I've yeah. never, I've never watched Matthew Stafford and was like, oh, maybe he's a little undersized, but going toe to toe against Josh Allen. I'm like, yo, Stafford's kind of small. <laughs> he looks weak for sure. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, dude. He was really trucking people. He was, he was trucking people. And then Rams defense that was so iconic last season. It, it was terrible. Last yeah, it was bad. And as you good know, they as Josh the Allen, Super Bowl hangover for sure. Yeah, and as good as Josh Allen played, like we mentioned this off air, those guys were wide, wide open. All his passes were yeah. easy passes. I mean, for you know, for a Pro Bowl quarterback, I'm not saying just anybody could have made the passes, but they were easy passes for him. He really wasn't in a lot of danger often. A lot of times when he ran, it was just because he wanted to more than because he had to. Yeah, like he didn't really have to scramble that much, so that was a little bit disappointing from the Rams' perspective. I think uh, Jalen Ramsey was just nowhere to be found. Um, you know, which which I could say the same thing for the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah. But no, honestly, like what's weird to me is how surprised everybody is that like Josh Allen is so dominant. Like mm-hmm. I, I this this was nowhere near as dominant as I've seen him. I mean, in the playoffs last year, he literally played against the Patriots and they he didn't have to punt one time. I know, yeah. I, I think it's a little odd that they are hyping up this game as if you know he's shown us yeah. something he's never shown us. Yeah, before. Bills, the Bills hype, it deserves to be crazy right now. Because yeah. to me, like after a game like this, I don't know any other matchup that's that can help a team prove more than the bills just did beating the defending Mm -hmm. champs like this. Yeah. So, I mean, the bills are obviously the team to beat, but Josh Allen, we've seen how dominant he could be. Right. Yeah. And, and it's been the other guys that you, we weren't sure we could count on with with Josh. It's been the chemistry with the other guys that has been the question mark, never who he is. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Okay. I don't really have anything else on, on the game, do you? No, nah, man, I'm I think that was the last uh Thursday night game not on Amazon, right? Mm. I think next week they go to Amazon uh like the new broadcast or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, big time. Okay. So let's talk about the season coming up. Um I feel like uh if you're a super NFL fan, you've heard a lot of talks about it a lot yeah. uh, by now. Um, give me some of the teams you're most interested in seeing off the top of your head. Miami. Miami's mm-hmm. a big one. Uh, me too. Uh, I have a couple friends at work who, who are from Florida, and they're big Miami fans. So yeah. they, you know, I've talked to them about them all the time. But they've they've already showed that they could play well. And all they've done over the last two, three off seasons is upgrade the roster. Mm-hmm. Did they upgrade at, at head coach? I don't know, but the talent is there. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they could be very interesting. Shout out to my, my boy Malik from uh, uh, West Virginia. He works at the stadium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, me too. They're high on my list. I have a player 
on that team as my one of my players to watch this season for sure. Um, they being in the Bills division is not fun. No, but it's not. It shouldn't be close, obviously, with the other two teams. So they should be fine. Yeah, I, th- I think they have. The thing, well, the good thing about it with NFL is if they can beat the Bills, then they're good. You know, all they have to do is get past the Bills, which yeah. is not easy. But at least you don't have to beat a bunch of really good teams. So, I mean, I'm not sure about their schedule, and you know, they they weren't a playoff team last year, so their schedule can't be that difficult. Right. Exactly. Uh, so I imagine they're going to have a, a good amount of games they they can win. Yeah, and I believe that everybody is healthy for them, right? All the starters, at least. As, as far as I know, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Who else? Who else you got? Mm. Trying to stay in the AFC. Uh, I'm interested in the Steelers, believe it or not. Okay. Who who they got starting at quarterback? Trubisky. Yeah, they, okay. they picked Trubisky. And normally, I I... That sucks. That's a shitty pick, but mm-hmm. it was an upgrade, you know, over what they've had with Big Ben the last several years. And and uh, Rudolph. And yeah, and Rudolph is still there. He's still there. He can't crack the rotation. <laughs> well, as I'm saying, it's an upgrade from having to start him. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, but they got the the rookie uh, Kenny Pickett. Yes. And the thing with that is like. I don't really know their weapons. I know Juju is gone. Right. I know um, the running back is pretty good, but, you know, I'm not – I can't have faith in a rookie quarterback with just a running back. Right. <clears throat> so I think Trubisky's a good guy to start. Even if he's not playing well, I'd give him like a quarter of the season. Mm-hmm. But they've always and been a good defensive team. Always a good defensive team. Tomlin is a great defensive right. coach. Top-tier coach always. And one thing that in football that never fails is that uh, the team style makes the quarterback sometimes, you know? Yeah. Trubisky may not have ever had a, a style that suits how he plays, and maybe this could be it. It happens But you, you think about it, he went to the playoffs with the Bears. Mm-hmm. I believe, I, I'm probably wrong on this, but he was almost a pro bowler, if not a pro bowler. He had a good. He had a really good season. I remember yeah, that year when sure. the the coach got uh, coach of the year. I remember they they mm-hmm. won like a lot of games in a row. Got I mean they weren't good in the playoffs, but you know that doesn't really surprise me. But right. my thing is Trubisky was at his best when everything clicked with the team. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the Steelers are poised to click much better than the Bears are. And he was a Pro Bowler. He was exactly so. So there's some talent there. He's not a total like scrub. They act like he is. Like the media acts like he is, and he definitely isn't. I mean, he does sometimes. He he just like throws the ball, and it's just I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, but again, no. you're you're upgrading like organizations. You're upgrading coaching. To me, to me, they're again they're poised to surprise because they're not expected to be very good. Right, it's true. Very true. Very, very true. Okay. Um, what about the NFC? Let's go to the NFC. You got any teams? Yeah. Um, I think the Saints are going to be interesting this year. Very, very interesting. 
not saying they're going to be, you know, the best team and they're, they're out there with the bucks, but I, I think that they've made a few moves. I think that they're trending in the right direction as far as um, maturity goes, um, health goes. Uh, I think they should have a good season this year. I don't know if they're going to be, you know, they're not contenders or anything like that to me at least, but I do think they should have a, um, a pretty good season this year. Is Michael Tom- Michael Thomas is, is healthy now, finally? I believe he should be healthy early into the season. I'm not sure if he's ready for the first game. Dude, what was it? What was it that had him out for so long? It was ankle or something? Uh, I got to look it up. Yeah, but ankle, I, I, yeah. I swear, man, since Drew Brees retired, he has not been able to stay healthy. You're right, yeah. And, yeah. and I hate that because, like, their quarterbacks have been limited. But I think mm-hmm. a guy like Jameis, like, you could – I mean, it sounds bad, but you could get away with starting Jameis when you have a top three, top five, number one option. Yeah. And at one yeah. point, to me, he was the best, like, get yards receiver in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, they got – he should be back. They got Jarvis Landry. They got Mark Ingram. They got uh, Camaro should be back. You know, I think they got a lot of um, they're moving Taysom to tight end. <laughs> I like so that. I, yeah, yeah. They got a lot of uh, a lot of interesting things going on. I think they should have. They may surprise somebody. Definitely. Yeah. They would be my surprise team for the uh, NFC. You got any in the NFC? I got a surprise team. I think the Vikings. Mm, okay. They lost last year a lot of games, like by either a field goal or a touchdown. Yes. So they close. like the the line of their record saying how good or bad they are is is a little skewed. Yeah, it they is. they're talented as hell all over the place. Yep. Similar to the Rams, they they have stars. I mean, not as well known as Aaron Donald or Cooper Cup, but Justin Jefferson's elite. Uh, their yeah. defense Dalvin has played Cook elite. Dalvin Cook is elite. And yeah. Cousins has an offensive coach now, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Cousins, even without an offensive coach, has been solid for them. Mm-hmm. He really just needs to be, like, a little bit better for them to really change that. Like, instead of losing six one-possession games, you go three and three, you're potentially in the playoffs. Yeah. Because they're yeah. capable of beating anybody, to me. They're they were probably the most competitive non-playoff team last season, to me. Yeah, yeah, and then better. they they got um, Ty Chandler from I want to say UNC running back. He mm-hmm. he was a pretty pretty nice pick, I think. Um, one of the picks I thought may do something, and like you said, Justin Jefferson. I mean, it, yeah, they have a really they have a solid team, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I was I was very curious when they got like a more offensive coach because mm-hmm. that was kind of their like seeing some of their games. It's like real like 17, 17. I'm like, dude, Kirk Cousins is throwing for 350 and you're putting up 17 points or mm-hmm. or Dalvin Cook is getting, you know, 150 yards and you're putting up 20 points. Right. Like something was just missing. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Definitely. You're right. Okay. Um, 
let's go to our uh, conference title game uh, picks. Oh, okay. Who do you think in the AFC? Give me your two, your top two. Really, just the top two teams in the AFC for you. Bills, Bills are the the obvious number one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not the Bengals. I can't. I don't. I don't. I don't see it. They have um, to surprise me again. I, I don't. I don't see it with the Ravens. I don't see it. I don't want to pick the Chiefs because they're such an easy second pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest with you. And this is kind of a wild pick, just to not pick the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But I think the Colts are primed. To to come the out Colts? the Colts with Matt Ryan, yeah. Wow, those same Matt, uh, those same Matt Ryan Colts who now don't have a quarterback who'll do really dumb shit in the red zone. Thank God, true, it's very Which, true. Another team, another team who lost a lot of close games last year, and they they literally needed to win two of three and didn't do it at the end of the year against yep. against really shitty like the Jaguars. I remember they lost to, yeah. Yeah, you, they you lost got some a really dumb game. A significant upgrade at quarterback. Jonathan Taylor <laughs> is debatably the best running back in the league. He definitely had the best season last year to me. Definitely. Another team that Not really you could close. count on their defense to be elite. Mm-hmm. They, their defense was exceptional last year, too. I, yeah. I honestly, dude, I honestly, seeing a, a lot of their losses, I got to say, getting rid of Carson Wentz was the, the big W they needed. Yeah, even if they I'm, didn't I'm get sure. Matt Ryan, did they really lose anyone else? I don't think. I don't not think that so. I know of. They didn't lose yeah. uh, Darius Leonard, the linebacker, who's like probably one of the best linebackers in the league. He's right. been there a long time. I mean, yeah. they, they've they were so good last year until like the last five games. Mm-hmm. And and you know I can't with the quarterback in the red zone, literally just tossing it to the other team. You're like yeah. on the verge of the comeback, and your quarterback just kills it. Matt Ryan is not doing that, right? Thank God. So I, I really think the Colts are primed to make a, a good run. I agree. I agree. Matt Ryan is a much better um, down the field quarterback than and, Wentz, too. But and way. you think about it, he's been a down the field quarterback. When was the last time Atlanta had a running game? Never. That Devontae Freeman, that was like ancient history. Mm-hmm. So, to like you go, you're going from that where it was a mess. You were in a re in a rebuild the last like four years, three years. Yeah. Yep. So now, like the tools are there for you to succeed and not even have to do as much work. Mm-hmm. So, I just think they're they're primed to succeed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now convince me with the Chiefs. <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to pick the Chiefs because my okay. heart picks the Chiefs, obviously. I'm picking the Chiefs every year, basically, yeah. that uh, Mahomes is healthy. If, but... if, I was, if I was a betting man, I'd be putting money on the Chiefs every year. Right, exactly. But I am going to go with the Raiders this year. Um, it's not a hot take, obviously. Uh but again, they're another team. I think maturity wise, they should be there now. Um, 
there's no drama this season to deal with like they have had the last two seasons shouldn't be any drama this season at least starting now but um last two seasons have been just a disaster as far as the coaching the front office everything has just kind of went downhill and they went to the playoffs exactly even dealing with all that and they got Devontae adams so i don't i just don't imagine them being worse i feel like they should either be just as good or better than they were last season so i don't really have a lot to say about it. i mean i i just think they they should be there they should be there this season yeah so I, I, i'll pick them as the other with the bills you know why I can give you a legit reason why I don't pick uh, the Chiefs. It's the division. Yeah, that division right. skyrocketed to the most competitive division in the league this year. They added two Hall of Famers. You know, I uh, mean, you're four for four. All elite quarterbacks on every team. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, good organization. Well, maybe not good organizations, but currently making the right moves. All four teams. Yeah, and all four teams should have top ten offenses in the league. Oh yeah, just based off their quarterbacks and just how they, you know, yeah. their style, their systems. So yeah, like to me, uh, Russell Wilson going to Denver just made this like. No, there's never there's not gonna be a free win in that division in like three years exactly yeah you're gonna have to beat everybody there and then yeah they're gonna have to beat the cheat the bills to make it because the bills won't lose they shouldn't <laughs> lose you gotta actually beat them so i know and that's just, the other thing with those teams none of those guys are losers you know nah. but but that's yeah, the you, thing like those four teams i could still look at something and say it's not a strength Mm-hmm. Like or 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 I could look at some and say it's a weakness. With the Bills, I can't do that. Right, right. That's fa- yeah, it's a fact. That is a fact. Okay, NFC. Let's do it. Uh, give Giants me your two picks and... first. I like it. Giants, Lions, <laughs> fighting for last. <laughs> Shout out to the Lions, man. They've been uh I've seen some of the clips of their hard knocks uh yeah. season. And their their yeah. coach looks looks like a lot of fun to to hang out with. But not to coach. Nah, he looks fun to coach too. I mean, they like they seem uh, to be having a ton of fun. And they they were another team that actually did lose a lot of close games last year. Yeah. And bad losses too, like really shacked in a full ending games. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Cardinals. Uh, I shouldn't have to say anything about the Cardinals. And it's a lot of X factors. Yeah, but I'm with it. I, I don't, I think the Rams are shot. I will say that. I'll say the Cardinals and the, and Tampa Bay, of course. Tampa Bay. Yeah. Tampa Bay and Arizona. Man, the NFC is weak, man. It is. It's really, really weak. It is. You really like, and the fact that, like, now that we just looked at the AFC and you're really like scratching your head over, I mean, the wild card picks alone are, are really hard. Yeah. Uh, NFC, it's not a problem at all. 
I mean, maybe you, there's going to be different wild cards because a lot of teams are going to probably exceed expectations. But mm-hmm. I think the 49ers are a lock to go to the NFC Championship. Okay. And again, Tom is just such an easy pick. But I, I, I do think Tampa Bay, like, they're not going to protect him this year. Hey, uh, you like if he I says get it. it. I d- doubting the goal. I understand. It's it's a bad look. I get yeah. it. Yeah. He'll look up at you from the bench. But you know what? Instead yeah, of him. instead of I'll let the goat go since you picked him and he's you know he's gonna be in the running. Obviously, yeah. I'm gonna trust a team that doesn't deserve my trust one last time. The Cowboys? Uh, no, no way. <laughs> That that team had never had my trust. Okay, uh-huh. uh huh. A team that fooled me into trusting them a lot of years, a lot of uh, easy division crowns, a number of uh, easy MVPs. I'll even say for a certain quarterback, the Packers. The Packers. They're going right Heck back no. to the NFC Championship game to get destroyed by the Niners again. You should bet however much you want to bet on that because you will make a lot of money. Because I don't. Oh, think it's a guarantee. If if the Packers run into the 49ers, they're getting destroyed. If the Packers run into anyone in the NFC West, they're getting destroyed. I think Seattle might even be able to take them. Stop! Stop! Don't disrespect. Hey, hey! Don't disrespect. <laughs> Rogers is good. First of all, a team like Seattle is exactly who Rogers destroys. Maybe. That, we'll, that's see. Easy, we'll see what like, he does. That's an easy 22 of 27, three touchdowns, no picks. Like, I think they're going to be poo, man. I think they're going to be really bad. The Packers. The Packers, you think, are going to be bad. I think they're going to be, like, frauds again, but I think they're going to get a lot of wins being frauds. Oh, so you think they're going to have a good record and get destroyed when it comes to the good teams? I mean, you're making the point. The NFC is not that good. I think the Giants beat him this year. Stop, bro. You're crazy. <laughs> we get him this year, baby. Let's go, Giants. No, think about it. Think about it. The The Niners are and the Rams are the only two teams I can legitimately are like, they'll beat the Packers every game. If they play them 10 yeah. times, they'll be. I can't say that about a single other team in the NFC. I mean, no, you're right about that. The Cardinals, right that. you just had to tell the quarterback to study. I can't. Your your number one receiver is missing a third of the year. The Cardinals and the Cowboys are in the, you know, I don't know what they'll do this year. Like they, uh, they they're in place. the they could be as good as like anyone but the Bills, but they mm-hmm. we we should expect them not to be. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm I'm still gonna go with them, man. I, I think they I think they'll. Uh, Turn it on when the time is right, when they need to. And they got Hollywood Brown, man. Of course. I will say, I will say, uh, I hope, I hope I'm right about the Minnesota prediction or the Minnesota being an interesting team because I'm really getting yeah. sick of the Packers. Like, Rogers, like, Rogers owns that division and it's sick. It has, somebody has to put a stop to it. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, please! Well, I'm tired of them going to the like. If I if they again go to the NFC Championship game and get destroyed, 
I'm I'm seriously I'm gonna come on here and scream like I'm I'm not I'm never giving Aaron Rodgers credit for any level of greatness ever. The crazy thing is, for a lot of people, he gets more and more credit for greatness for doing that, going and getting destroyed. He's gonna win it. I never understand destroying it. all the scrubs, and then just not not put himself in harm's way in the critical games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We'll see what happens, man. Um, we'll, let's do the players to watch. Because I have some players I definitely want to talk about. Yeah. Um, my number one is Tua. I'm not going to say his last name because I'm not going to butcher it. But everyone knows Tua. Um, he has no excuse to be trash this year. None. None. He has None every weapon. Every weapon. The line looks great. Um, he is, you know, coaches. The coach is basically there for him. It seems like, from what I've heard, uh, with the press conferences and everything, the front office seems like they're there to coddle him until he figures it out. But he has to figure it out this year. This is or, it. Yeah, this is it. Or, or else they're definitely going to start looking around. Definitely. What happened with uh, Baker and the Browns? Yes. Uh, I, I could see a similar situation. I mean, Tua's, Tua's a little more mature, so I don't think it'll be like a dramatic thing. Mm-hmm. But kind of like what Jimmy G and the Niners went through, except yeah, I doubt he'll return. Right. Yeah. So he's definitely my number one player to watch as far as what – is going to happen with him, how good he plays. Not necessarily he's going to be the best player to watch, but he's someone to keep an eye on because whatever happens with him shakes up that whole division, probably. Um, Because if they get a new quarterback there, depending on who it is, they could really be competitive with the Bills uh, if he's not already competitive with the Bills. So that's mine, my first one. You go next. Uh. Uh, sticking with quarterbacks, Derek Carr. Yes. You mentioned the Raiders. I, that's what I was kind of saving it for. But mm-hmm. like the fact that he hasn't gotten MVP hype is mm-hmm. kind of disrespectful to me. He's another one. Doesn't have a lot of excuses this year. Nah. And I mean, he had a ton of excuses last year and it didn't matter at all. Exactly. So, yeah. and he's been, he's he's always been a good leader. He's never had like, there's never been issues in the locker room, no matter what's happened. Nope. He's kept everybody together. He he even navigated. You remember what a disaster Antonio Brown was over there for like yeah. the month that he was there. Yeah. He even navigated that without anything controversial. He didn't disrespect AB, didn't like throw the team under the bus in any of the situations. Yep. He's been a good leader. He has, man. I mean, even just to make it out the Gruden situation, I know was impressive. I know, seriously. So, and so to, to us, that's been. Like, go ahead. That's been three years of drama. Yeah. Or two. At I can't even remember two. when Antonio Brown was there because at least two, and Gruden never even publicly supported Carr. True. Yeah. So Carr saying, was like, Carr was knows playing at a high level, yeah, while the coach was thinking of another quarterback. Yeah. 
So he's yeah. been tested, man. Like you said, there's no excuse, and and there's really no reason to doubt him. Right. If if Devontae's healthy, which you know he hasn't been, so maybe that's going to be an issue. But if they were fine without him last year, I, I see no issue why their car can't go off. I agree. I mean, he they already have Waller, Renfro. Um, they got the uh, Abdullah from the Lions at running back. Uh, Josh Jacobs. I mean, you know, they They're stacked. they got a squad. Offense is stacked. I don't really know if they could even add someone to make them better on offense. And they and they already did with Adams. So I know. And and like it's we we didn't even mention that Adams and Carr are like college best friends. Yeah. Like like legitimately like brother type best friends. And that yeah. goes a like that goes such a long way. Yep. Yeah. I have nothing to add. I mean it you're right. I'm, Car is I, definitely, I'm excited for the Raiders, man. They're in, they're in a good spot. One thing that's tough with the NFL, with the media, is that if they don't already support you at, as MVP, it's really hard to get it like out of nowhere. Yeah, you gotta you gotta put up the the crazy stat performances. Yeah, and then like the the talk shows have to start shouting you out. Yes, and then like a month of shouting you out you're finally in the MVP debate unless you're Aaron Rodgers, in which case it's automatically yours. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers gets MVP before every season starts. So it's like, yeah, I mean, basically, and then all he has to do is just play well and then he gets MVP. Yeah. Um, So Carr, it's going to be tough for him this year, maybe next year, this year it'll be tough, but I think he does deserve it. Um, Deserve the look. Because uh, I definitely think he'll get the numbers. I'm confident. I don't see a lot of interceptions coming from him this season either. So yeah, yeah. And he's always in the top percentages as far as accuracy goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, my next one, my last quarterback, I believe, Jalen Hurts. Man, I've been championing Jalen Hurts for Good like pick. What is it? Three. This is third year, three years. Um, the Eagles have made a couple moves. They're getting a lot younger. They're yeah. getting rid of a lot of the guys who had a very old, uh, not just age but philosophy about the game. It seems like uh, bad mentalities. They're like really weeding out the non. Uh, the guys who aren't buying in, I guess, is probably the best way to put it. Yeah. The new coach is doing a really good job with that. Um, I mean, it looks like a good job. I, I don't I wouldn't know if it's a good job, but it looks like a good job. Um, they're putting putting talent around um Jalen Hurts now. They're getting him a line finally. Uh, he's not at the no excuse place yet, but he definitely is at a place where, hey, we need we should see some trending upward for you. Um, yeah, hundred percent, man. I'm a huge Hertz fan. And the rest of the roster is is just it seems like they're really getting better every year. Yeah, it does. And like I said, getting younger for the most part. Uh, but yeah, 
Getting AJ Brown was huge. There it is. Yeah. But they're yeah. they seem like they're really their organization as a whole functions very well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they seem to adjust to like things they lack, you know, after a season, they go out and fill things they're missing. They seem to draft solid players. I mean, they find guys off the practice squad that come in and catch passes. Yeah. Um, they have who was the guy they had like a quarterback catching passes at one point. Yeah. I I don't remember who it was, but I I know what you're talking about, but they also have Devin Allen. Who's an Olympic runner on their, on their practice squad right now. As a wide receiver. He's like the fastest um, 13th. uh, I I don't remember what he's ranked, but he's a two-time Olympian. I mean, yeah, he might surprise people and be out there on the field for a couple of games this season, and he'll be the fastest player in probably the entire league. So, and you and to me, to me, the Eagles got six easy wins on the schedule. Yeah, for sure, at least four. Okay, maybe the Cowboys. We don't have to get into that, but the Giants and Commanders. That those are mm-hmm. if the, if you're not four and zero in those games, I'm I'm asking for the Cowboys to go to the playoffs. Yeah, because that's one thing the Cowboys do do take care of is they beat the scrubs in their division. They do. They definitely do. And you know, like we mentioned about how weak the whole NFC is. I mean, Eagles shouldn't really have that much problem with the rest of these teams either. No. In the, um. Eagle, Eagles South? in a in a first round game against the Packers would would get them out of there, yeah, quickly, yeah, yeah. So, um, and it's all all comes down to how Hurts is if he can be as versatile as as I guess what his potential says he should yeah. be. You know, yeah. people we think he should be more mobile. He doesn't really do that that much. But when he does it, it looks fantastic. It just he just doesn't do it that much. Um, he's got better receivers now, so the reads should be easier. He should just be getting better. And yeah, I think he's definitely someone to watch. I think he's a lot of fun to watch too. Yeah, he should another have, really good leader. Oh yeah, he's he's that that's been obvious. But mm-hmm. the he should have like a Josh Allen progression as far as throwing the ball. Like, you don't got to be a you don't got to be deadly accurate or pinpoint accurate, but you still like your reads are bad a lot of the time. And and now we're in year three, year two as a full time starter. Mm-hmm. Like now we really should be those those games, those 300 yard games you were having against like the Falcons and the scrubs of the league. Yeah. Now we should be having some of those against the big in the big games. Yep. And, and I, all, I, I believe that. I believe it too. And, and all they need from him is to hit guys when they're open. Cause guys right. are definitely going to be open this season. So, yep. What you got? What My last got? quarterback, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Trevor Lawrence. We talked about a similar situation with the Raiders, but you, you just moved on from the most toxic coaching situation I might've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Big Gruden, time. like Gruden had issues with his character that didn't really uh, didn't really bother how he coached. At least from for what we could see, right. at least. Right. Yeah. 
<clears throat> I mean, Urban Meyer, good God, that was a disaster. Yeah. Good Lord. Just thinking back to all the shit that happened with them last year, the fact that yeah. the only times I thought about the Jaguars last year was like stupid shit off the field. <laughs> yeah. Or really just what he was doing, what I mean, Urban Meyer was doing. Dude. I mean, I, I, I'll never forget the fact that he didn't travel back with them. Mm-hmm. He stayed to hang out with family after an L. That, that to me, like, the fact that he lasted, like, nine games beyond that is, is a where miracle he hung, in itself. And where he hung out with his family. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I'm not even going to deep dive that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. that's that that could literally be a whole like podcast topic on on yeah. that whole situation. It could, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, my, I don't, back to Lawrence though. To to keep it with Lawrence, yeah, yeah. I mean, the talent is there. Absolutely. I mean, you got you got uh, you went from the worst coach ever to a uh, to me a quality coach. Now, yeah, he's, personally. He's Personally, I can't forgive the disrespect Doug Peterson uh, did to the game when he, you remember against your Giants when he benches yeah. Jalen Hurts, even though they're yeah. like trying to win the fucking game and yeah. blatantly plays the, the scrubs and then after the game tries to say that he was trying to win the game. Yeah. Personally, I can't forgive that. But that aside, he's still a decent coach. I really can't forgive him waiting so long to play Hurts in the first place. Yeah. I'd, when Wentz yeah. was playing like absolute garbage, he was the worst quarterback in the league. Yes. He and he was. still was like, uh, Hurts is, he's not ready. Yeah. No, he's 11, not ready. let's let's wait 12 games before giving yeah. him a crack. Yeah. And Wentz was like leading the league in interceptions at the time. Yeah. So Wentz was leading the league in like breaking his receiver's fingers because he was just. Just chucking shit randomly. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, he was horrible. And he barely, yeah. to me, he barely got better in, in Indianapolis. Barely. <laughs> it was just in New Jersey. Yeah. It just looked it, better. Yeah. But, but back to Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Like, he looked spectacular in college. And he looked like a fucking disaster last year. Yeah, the but whole team was a disaster. Exactly. Like, that situation is so toxic. I can't hold anything against them, really, for last year. Yeah. I mean, you know, and it doesn't really surprise me. They're a bad organization. They're, like, they're one of the bottom teams in a the league. Mm-hmm. They've been that. I mean, I've, I'm watching football for 15 years. They've been the bottom of the league. I think they had, they had one, one really good season. Here. Yeah, with uh, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, when Ramsey emerged. And that's when the they, only when, good season they've had. When they blew the 10-point lead to, to Tom Brady. Because mm-hmm. they played it safe at halftime, I remember. Yeah. <clears throat> but I just think the tools are there. His weapons, uh, the running back they had last year who was hurt, who was hurt before the season started, he's healthy now. Mm-hmm. I mean, their roster has players I've seen play well. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. So, so I, I think at least Lawrence, like, I'm still not interested in them. I don't trust them to win a lot of games. 
Yeah. But the the jump Joe Burrow had from year one to two. Yeah. I would like to see something similar to that from Lawrence. I agree. Just because Joe Burrow, like, he put the Bengals on his shoulders, essentially. Mm-hmm. Lawrence looked capable of that to me. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested if if he could do that. Uh, and uh, Etienne should be back yeah. for them too, right? Yeah, he's yeah. the running back. He missed. He was hurt like training camp last year, I think. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's Lawrence's boy. So I mean, they, right. they should be straight. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. So one of my players to watch. We already talked about him a little bit, but I think that I think that Von Miller is going to have the best defensive season in the league this year. I, I know that's not really that big yeah. of a hot take, but because um, Donald played so well last year, I feel like people forget that Vaughn was a big part of why they won last year. Um, so he's my other player to watch, for sure. I think he's going to be fantastic. Um I think he's going to be a menace, and I think the Bills, being as good as they are, will. I think a lot of times when the offense is really good and they're winning, everything that the defense does looks better. Yeah, and I, I think that the Bills, because they're going to win a lot, Von Miller is going to look really, really, really good for them. Because yeah. all he has to do is just get stops. He, you don't have to get, you don't have to force interceptions. You don't have to force fumbles. All you have to do is just make sure they don't score more than your team that's probably going to be the best scoring team in the league. So, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Uh, as far as defensive players go, I normally don't look you, out for them. It's just shit I notice. But you don't have I'll to pick, pick a, a, uh, No, I'll pick a guy that I always, like just a must-watch player, is Matthew, Punny Badger. Yes. He's, yes. to me, like he... I don't know if there's better uh, – his instincts are just insane. They are, man. It's, insane. It's, really, it's not fair at all. He reads minds. Like, as the mind is thinking it, he's reading it somehow. Yeah. Because there's so many times where – and it's always on the replay because you obviously don't really spot it. Like, mm-hmm. he completely uh, disregards his job to read what the quarterback does and does it flawlessly. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. The only other guy I saw do that was Ed Reed. And Hall of Famer. Right. One of the, one of the yeah. best safeties ever. So right. he's just, he's just great to watch. Yeah. And you know, on the, on the podcast, I've been uh, well documented as championing any better um he he has the highest iq highest defensive iq in the in the history of my lifetime watching football you know i won't say by a long shot but probably since like olamalu that's probably the last person i remember being like yo it doesn't matter whatever your offense does he's he's gonna figure it out and uh um He's part of why I said the Saints earlier. I didn't mention him when we were talking about him because we were talking about the offense so much. But uh, him to that defense is going to change so much. 
he's he's one of the few instant impact guys that isn't a pass rusher like necessarily so yeah um i'm excited for him there yeah great pick great pick great pick it seems like he doesn't age i mean he's been in the league for a while now and it just really doesn't seem like it it seems like he's still kind of young yeah man i hope i hope he stays young for a lot, many more years. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I have anyone else for my must-watch. Um, I will say this, this isn't this isn't crazy or anything, but it is kind of a contract, quote unquote, contract year for Lamar Jackson. Uh, and the, the rest of the team is pretty trash. The rest of the roster is pretty trash. So, uh. No disrespect to the guys on the roster, but it looks pretty bad. So hey, we'll see how he does. I need as long as two names are in the lineup, Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. Like yeah. I didn't forget that through half the season last year, they were leading the division. Yeah. And and Lamar Jackson was four, was on his way to being a back to back MVP. And lost four running backs in one season. Right. Yeah. Lamar was literally winning by himself yeah he was literally doing he was coming back in the exact way his critics said he could not yeah and so again they just would not stop with that man and and they they change it every year to like make it uh sound more correct instead of just acknowledging that they're wrong that he really can do everything yeah they they they'll word it however they can and make it sound like it's analysis yeah and it's just like that shit it really bothers me it bothers me too man it really does i could i could talk about it for the whole podcast but i'm not going i'm not going to do it and uh i don't want to get too deep on the podcast but it's obviously a deep-rooted thing going on with him I mean, bro, I've watched Josh Allen is like the NFL's favorite player all of a sudden, but I've watched Josh Allen throw the ball at anybody not named Stephon Diggs. He's throwing it at their fucking feet. I've seen him do that. I know a lot for a whole season at times, like for every game, for like a Diggs good month out. at a time. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's yeah. like, yo, what a physical specimen. What like he's so big, he's so athletic. He's such yeah. a dominant. Lamar's doing the same thing. And hitting guys in the numbers. And the Bills are way better top to bottom as a roster than the Ravens are. The Bills have three receivers better than the best receiver on uh no question. the Ravens, other than Andrews. No question. I mean, yeah, if, but how many? Think about if Lamar Jackson had Stephon Diggs right now. They would have been one the Super Bowl. They would have been one. That's what I'm saying. Hollywood Brown talking about the system not for me, bro. All you gotta do is catch, and the system works. Yeah, I, I don't. I have no idea what that was about because okay. he was their guy. Like he, like bro, he was you're a not great getting, receiver. You're not getting Devonte Adams targets, like. You're not that guy. Right. Bro, Michael Thomas didn't get Devontae Adams targets. Like, 
like that's just an such a unfair expectation. Yeah, I mean, he he acts like you know he's playing with someone who can only throw the ball and not that isn't as dynamic as like as what, Lamar. What's the problem? You don't like to block? I don't know, man. Seriously. So anyway, he, I don't want to stick to that too long. Lamar, I, I hope Lamar wins the next fifteen MVPs. Or the next 15 Super Bowls. Because I'm the fucking hate, it makes no sense. I'm not going to get deep into it, but how many dark-skinned quarterbacks is there in the league? Not many. Exactly. But we know how it is. Um, One more thing. uh, What was I going to say? The Ravens, I just don't understand why they aren't more active in the off-seasons, though. Other than losing guys, they just keep losing. You know, they got rid of Ingram, they lost Hollywood Brown, but they don't really do much to um, improve the roster, which sucks. But hey, they'll figure it out eventually, I guess. They didn't hesitate, and I know he made a a great Super Bowl run, but Mm -hmm. like they didn't hesitate to pay Joe Flacco. True, and it turned out to be an awful contract. Yeah, and he's like, still. I think he's still getting paid from it. Lamar, Lamar's putting you in a situation where even when you're not, even when you're selling the fucking off season, he, you're still, you're still leading the damn division. You're still, if I'm not mistaken, he was on top of the AFC through like eleven games. I think you're right because I remember there was a lot of, uh, like, there was a point of like four games where the AFC dramatically changed and the Titans came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Lamar was a big, a huge part of that race. And then he had, you know, he gets hurt mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he sucks. The Ravens sucked. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I really don't. Mark Andrews is still there. So at least he has one target that he could throw to. Mark Andrews is getting old though. He is. You're right. So they're going to need somebody soon um, and somebody healthy. Uh, that's it for me. You got any more? No, I mean, obviously, I, oh, go ahead. I wanted to mention some of the young like quarterbacks, but I, I, I just want to see them play once or twice. Like Trey yeah. Lance is in a, in a tough spot, but yeah, I got to, I got to see him for a couple of weeks before I even, even set any expectations for him. Yeah. Um, who is Cleveland going with? Jacoby? I believe so, yeah. yeah. I like that. It's going to be like a good uh, week one, a little vengeance game for, for Baker. I mean, uh, you know, it looks like it, it should be a blowout. Maybe mm-hmm. not because the Panthers are sneaky. They, they're another team who defensively have better players than you think. Yeah. Um, and they they were another team last year who wasn't awful midway through the year, and, and should have been. But yeah, you're right. They were winning. I remember the was last year. The, did they start three and zero with Sam Darnold? That was them, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, and they just went down the toilet after that. Yeah, so you're not like you're not hopeless. No, you're not. That, that, I hopefully I get that game because I'd like to see that. Yeah, they should have. Um, and McCaffrey is healthy. For now, yeah. 
As of yeah, their right offense now, should yeah. be straight. Their offense should be straight. I, I don't I'm not on the Baker sucks bandwagon. Now, when Baker, when they hyped Baker up, people who've listened to the podcast for a while will remember me saying I didn't think Baker was that good. But I also don't think Baker is as bad as they're making him out to be either. So I, it's kind of weird that I'm See, on the other side now. I'm slightly yeah. different. I do think he's as bad, but the difference is I I would have started him over Darnold like as soon as he got there. Mm-hmm. So you know he's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. He's not like doesn't belong in the league. I just don't – I feel like he should have been held more responsible for their struggles last year. I know he was hurt, but if you're yeah. hurt enough to play like trash, you shouldn't be playing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and a lot of times That's he fair. just played like trash. That's fair. I'm with you on that. And when Odell was there, I thought he was – I thought he was pretty bad. I thought he was – yeah. Like uh, he, he deserves times. a lot of blame for that being like not working out. Exactly. And exactly. then, you know, OBJ goes to LA and touchdowns. All he's catching is touchdowns. Yeah. 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 And I, I, and I, I don't know, but I think that Cleveland, Cleveland has been very wishy-washy with their, confidence in baker yeah and i think when you're like that when you have a star like odell you don't want to force it to him even though you can like odell is a guy who you can force it to and it's easy but you don't want to be that guy when you're really not even sure if the team is fully committed to you and turns out they really weren't anyway right you know um so it's a slippery slope with with those kind of guys but I think now that um, Carolina is pretty desperate because Darnold is out for how long? I don't know. I think he's. I think I think he's he's nursing something back. I think maybe not. I'm but not sure. I thought they draft, just gave Baker the job. Oh, maybe they did. Okay. Um, their draft pick is out for the season, so. Um, We'll see. It has to be Baker, you know. We'll see. They're they're one of those teams that, uh, like, I, I can still see them coming out hot to start the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Baker if Baker gets this dub week one, he's gonna be, you know, feeling real dangerous moving forward. Yeah. So if they can run with some momentum off that, uh, I mean, again, to me, Baker's miles better than Sam Darnold. So you upgraded, as far as I can tell. Yeah, and uh, Darnold got hurt in the last preseason game. Mm. Four weeks, he's out four weeks. So it's like they have no choice but to be all in on Baker for the beginning of the season, yeah. at least. I will tell you what: if worst case scenario, if Baker gets benched for like a week six, Sam Darnold mm-hmm. it might be a wrap for him as a starter. Yeah. Probably. Like he's not is I'm that sure, serious. I'm, yeah, yeah. Like if he's really getting bad, I don't mind if he's like you know average or not that good because you know Carolina's a mystery. But if he's like awful to the point of getting benched, yeah. I just where Maybe, else is he gonna? Who's who else is gonna be like? Yeah, come start for us. Yeah, I was gonna say he'll be done in Carolina for sure. Because why? Hey Baker, when you got a, a rookie 
you know, someone will be their yeah. rookie year coming the next yeah. year. A high, pretty high pick. Um, you know, well, a high caliber quarterback. So third round pick. So yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh you have any other football? Uh nope. Okay. Let's get to it. Uh, a shift of a seismic shift of power in the NBA has occurred since we last were on here. Power to the front office. <laughs> oh, you want to start there? Okay. <laughs> I was going to start with the blockbuster trade that did happen. Not yeah, after the... this. <laughs> okay. Where after do you want to this... start? Okay. Um, the last time we potted, Back from our month hiatus, by the way. Last time we potted, Kevin Durant was still looking for a new suitor. The Nets were looking for suitors for Kevin Durant. And um, some nice trades, trade offers came in. Uh, Phoenix. I know we got a chance Boston. to discuss the Boston. We discussed the Boston for a long time. I remember time. I was talking about that. Because the other ones were just... The other ones got turned down pretty quickly. The Boston one was the one that it seemed as if they were going to continue talks. Uh, they were going to work it out and see what happens. And nothing happens. Nope. Then we hear out of nowhere that Kevin Durant is having a meeting with the Nets front office in Los Angeles, which I never understand why everyone meets in Los Angeles. Hollywood. No, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, Kevin, I have they, no idea. He's on the Brooklyn Nets, so why would they be somewhere where that isn't even New York at all? Which is strange. I mean, all I've seen the workouts of him and Kyrie were also in LA, and like Trey Young was there. I'm like, dude, none of y'all are from Los Angeles. Why is Kyrie this is the from place where he plays? <laughs> anyway, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. So yeah, it, it is strange. And uh, Trey loves L.A. He hangs out there a lot, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had a meeting in L.A. to discuss and what did KD? Yeah, future. what did KD demand in that deal or in that meeting? Excuse me. <clears throat> we gotta we gotta get the full picture. <laughs> uh, Kevin Durant demanded that Steve Nash get fired. Basically, and Sean Marks, yeah, and Sean Marks, yes, who is the GM? Sean Marks yeah. is the GM, right? Yeah. So that implies that the meeting was not with Sean Marks, unless Katie's really a savage, just said to his face, "I'm done with you know." Is either you, <laughs> either or me, you but... go or I go, <laughs> right? So he, he he met with the owners, and and that was his demands. The Nets, the Nets, um, countered. I'm not sure the day, uh, how many days it was in between these meetings. It wasn't. Oh, the the tweet from Joe Tsai was like, was less than a day later for sure. Right. Where he stood in support of the, of Sean Marks and the coaching staff. Yep. It might've been right after the fucking meeting. I swear. Yeah, it might've been. And then, um, I'm going to say maybe a week later, um, another meeting happened and, both sides decided that Kevin Durant will stay with the Brooklyn Nets. We're good. 
yeah, and it's all good. And apparently, it was just one big misunderstanding. Um, so the Nets basically had no, uh, I guess no trades. They just got some pickups. Very few roster moves for the Nets. <clears throat> They're basically running it back, and now but solid they have Ben Simmons. Moves. Yeah, pretty solid. Yeah. Um, now they have Ben Simmons, who we're still not sure if he's going to play at the beginning of the season, but he's on hey, the roster. As long as he's on, if he's on the court playing like a garbage, I'll take it. I just want to see him on the court. Me too, dude. If he's on the court and just plays defense and doesn't even come up court on offense, I, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah. watching. Do like the I'll stay back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got it. I'll catch up when you come back down. Yeah. Another guy who does not nearly get enough credit for his defensive IQ is Ben Simmons, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, he's a dude that the more I watch him, when I watch him and I know he's about to play, I notice I notice that he watches a lot of film of yes. whoever he's going to check that night. Yes. He watches film for sure. And if he doesn't, he's one of those guys that Dude, do you remember when you when you played in middle school and your coach told you like uh whatever hand the player is coming down the court with is is his hands yeah. let him of go the other way, force him the other way? Of course, that was a big deal in high school too. <laughs> That's bad that it was a big deal in yeah, high school. I didn't play I, my high school area was not at a high level like that. <laughs> but yeah, so Ben is one of those guys who can see what you do for a couple possessions, and those couple possessions will be the last time you do it. Yep. He locks in. So I just want to see that, man. I I still watch watch his master uh masterful game on Luca just periodically just for fun, just to you know, watch some good I can't lockdown defense. I can't watch Luca go right 82 times. Like I I it has to 81 and I'm like okay somebody understands. <laughs> but when it's 82 yeah, straight and two and a half yeah. playoff rounds of right hand whenever I want, step back whenever I want. Yeah. Like dude, it, he, he you're making Luca look boring cuz you're playing with such low IQ. Yeah. And now we'll see what kind of coach Nash is because when they play them, if he puts anyone else on Luca other than Ben Simmons, I'm calling for Nash's job too. I'm with Durant. I'm standing with Durant after that. But so, um, so yeah, Durant is back. Uh, they also oh. picked up Markeith Morris. Um, we talked about TJ Warren, Royce O'Neal, uh, Yuta Watanabe they picked up, which who I like. Um, even though he got destroyed by uh, yeah, That's Anthony okay. Edwards, I like that though. <laughs> yeah, at least he went for the block. Hey, we, right. take it. Anyone who goes for a, a block on, we're not taking those like weak, uh, like Derek Fisher charges. <laughs> yeah, Steve Nash charges. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, everyone else on the staff, coaching staff, is back, I believe, except for Amari Stoudemire. I think he moved on somewhere else. Probably do something that actually, you know, could contribute to his career. Um, I didn't need the Amari stray there. I didn't need it. <laughs> How do you feel about this? How do you feel about this? As far on basketball, 
basketball court. How do you feel? I mean, I like it, man. I think the Nets already, just from a basketball standpoint, offensively, they're as good as anybody in the conference. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they were that at their best th- these last two years with all the adversity and nonsense going on. So to me, like the, the Ben Simmons point you made is huge because they're just desperate for, for a mm-hmm. guy who could keep people in front of him. Yeah. Uh, to me, if, if there was anything other than KD's poor play to blame for them getting swept, it was the mm-hmm. fact that every Boston player got whatever shot they wanted. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think that'll be huge. And just getting guys that are tougher. Yeah. Like you you could tell they clearly valued Bruce Brown because they tried to replace the things they lost with him. Yeah. And, and Royce O'Neal. Yeah, is, man. It's basically the same thing Bruce Brown is, to be honest. Yeah. He doesn't have the offensive yeah. game, but you know he's just as competitive. Mm-hmm. He's probably and, a better shooter, but three point, that's it, yeah. yeah, yeah, just three point shooter, yeah. But that's like that's what they're missing is you know Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart is playing really physical, and nobody on the Nets is doing anything about it except Bruce Brown, right? So I, I like them from just a basketball standpoint, but. You know, unfortunately, that's not all that it takes. Right. Just a basketball standpoint. The same 2K. I think the Nets, right, right. Just a basketball standpoint, the Nets by far have the best talent on on a roster in the league, I, I would think. And you, you talked about toughness. They got Markeith Morris, too. Right. I mean, one of the toughest guys in the league. Um, and then Joe Harris is going to be back. I mean, yeah, they're going to be... It should be tough. Yeah. I, we'll see who emerges as the leader of this team because it has to change. I, and I think that them, if Kyrie and Durant have any humility, which doesn't seem is, like it. Yeah. Is debatable if it even exists in either of them. If they do, Ben Simmons, this is your chance to step up and be a leader on a team and really show that. Uh, you know, you can really be the point guard on the team, not just some dude who plays point guard on the team, you know? Um, and I'm I'll make forward a, to it, though. I'll make a case for them. Ben Simmons really doesn't have to be, like, an all-around leader. He really just needs to be a leader on the court. Yes. Because I think with Kyrie, it's a little different. I don't think so with Kyrie. But with KD, no matter what's going on, like, with outside stuff – he could focus on the game. He just needs yeah. he needs a guy like hypothetically would be Ben Simmons to lock him into running in transition, going getting blocks, rebounding a little bit more, playing with more energy. Yeah. Like it can't be it can't be Patty Mills trying to make KD do that. It's got to be somebody, you know, in the starting lineup at least. <laughs> yeah. Patty Mills should have been in the starting lineup last year, but you're right. The- right. Uh, the other thing is, AD is one of those guys that, and I know, I know, I'm the president of the hate KD fan club, but I will say this about KD, which is what makes him easy to play with. I think for a point guard, he's one of those guys that says, "Okay, well, what do you want me to do? When you do that, where do you want me to be?" Yeah, I think he's one of those guys that 
needs someone to tell him where where they want him to get his shots because he can get his shots anywhere and he knows that everyone in the league knows that and as i mentioned before i think he's the greatest open shot maker of all times if he's open you can count it most of the time so i do think that with him and ben ben is one of those guys that can go to him and say yo i'm gonna come hand off you be here in the corner let's do this and durant just says okay I think he's one of one of those guys for sure. I think I think for the most part on court, I think Tyree is one of those guys as well. But with Kyrie, it's just you never know when it's gonna be Kyrie time or everybody else's time, other than when he just, you know, he sizes up, he backs up and it says, Okay, I'm about to take this guy. But other than that, you never know when Kyrie is gonna turn on his offensive game and actually go for 40 or just have a solid 16. Yeah. You know? on, on 17 shots. Right. Right. You never know. So um, I, to your point, I think it will be, it'll have to be Ben and Kyrie that have a serious conversation and Nash has to, you know, do something as far as coaching there. Uh, Dan Tony didn't come back for them either. I don't think. I think they hired Splitter. Just, I think it's just Splitter there now. Um, but yeah, I, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued, and I'm excited. Even though I, I'm not a fan of it, really anybody on the roster, I'm excited to see them play. I think they'll be a lot of fun to watch. Man, this man KD has no shame whatsoever, huh? Why you say that? I mean, the the either Nash got to go. Bro, we mm-hmm. only hired him for you. Yeah. Seriously, what other possible reason was there to hire Steve Nash? It was there literally no only his relationship with KD. Yeah. I mean, again, nobody forgot Kyrie coming out. <laughs> we really don't. This roster don't really even need a coach. One day I right. can coach. KD can coach. <laughs> okay. I mean, Nash clearly isn't doing a good enough job. Why don't y'all just step up? Right. That's like, Um, we talked about them in a positive way, but when you get to the playoffs, you got to have somebody to rally the troops when you're not playing well. Yeah, you do. And and Kyrie, he hates the troops when, when they're not playing well. Right. And then KD is just, KD just doesn't care. Yeah, he's very nonchalant when it comes to that stuff. I, I think that this year Ben Simmons is having so much to prove. I don't think he's going to want to be a loser this year. I don't. I mean, that's just – I don't know the kind of guy he is, but not many guys I know would want to be a loser after all the drama he's went through yeah. too. And um, I can make that case for all three of them. Yeah. Bro, KD just – the social media man is just getting way out of control. Did you see what he said about 2K? Yeah, the rating shit. Why is he not 99? Because you're not a 99 player. KD. Other than other than shooting attributes, what are you even fucking good at? Honestly. KD, KD, you can have all the you can have the Kobe fadeaways, the the mic, the, the mid-range assassin stats 
the three point the the Steph's three point stats. What yep. else are you good at? <laughs> you don't fucking rebound, even though you're seven feet. Nope, you block you like only get a one sit- shot a month. I'm not. I'm not giving you good assist stats if you only get assists in pick and rolls, or after a trap, out of a trap. Right. Right. Like that's just basic. That's like a basic basketball play. That's not you having vision. KD, when was the last You're time 6'10". you postered? When was the last time you, you postered somebody? I, I mean, I remember, remember OKC Beasley. It was Dwight. It was like he was booming on Gortat, Perkins, yeah. anybody. Yeah. KD, you haven't dunked the damn ball in like two years. I know I'm exaggerating, but honestly, he doesn't dominate in any other area except for making open shots. Yeah. And he dominates and it better than anybody. I'll give it to him. And his handles are okay. I mean, if. If there was a rating only for his crossover, Let's that would be, be 99. Boston not- Boston lowered his fucking handles by like seven rating points. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just just off the turnovers. Yeah. And he's lucky that Ben Simmons is on his team because Ben Simmons is one of the other only guys that can strap KD's crossover, I too. I know. Ben Simmons waits for that little hezzy cross, just like Westbrook did. When, you remember when Westbrook... When they first split up and Westbrook like stripped it from three times in yeah. that OKC Golden State yeah, game, that super hype first game. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not KD's been prone to getting plucked by guards his whole career. Yeah, I've seen CP absolutely, you know, put him put seat belts on oh, Durant more, a few yeah, times in the playoffs. Yeah. High moments, full court honestly, too. Like, <laughs> honestly, LeBron has been you know great all these years. LeBron's only been ninety nine twice. Yeah. I, I don't remember the. Ex- I think it was oh nine or oh eight, and then it was the second Miami championship. Mm-hmm. He was a ninety nine the year after. Yeah, and then That's he's been like around ninety seven every other year or ninety eight. Yeah, ninety eight, ninety seven, ninety six. Bro, Kobe still isn't even 99. That's what so I'm I don't saying. Like, Durant, you're not 99, bro. And I don't know why 2K won't just add one point to Kobe's to make him 99, but they won't do it for right. Durant either. Like, bro, doesn't, he hasn't first of it. all, I mean, I think uh, Shannon on Undisputed made the point, like, bro, if if you're 99, Giannis is 100 plus. Yeah. Like, you're not, you don't deserve Giannis. If Giannis starts trashing the 2K ratings, Okay, KD, you could come in next and be like, yeah, this shit is whack. Yeah, but you can't KD, do it after, like, just Clay or somebody did it, which is crazy. tied for second, and you got exposed in the playoffs. You're lucky you're not below Steph and LeBron. Right. This guy, dude. Yeah. No shame whatsoever. 2K was disrespectful, making Clay, Desmond Bain, and Kennard the same three-point uh same three point rate. No, listen, I, I I'm not. I'm not saying wild. 2K is is good at rating people and and stats. They're not. They're definitely not. They're not at all. Yeah. But KD complaining after looking as trash as he did, no shot. Right. All right. The seismic shift. 
I know. I know it's, it still hurts, I'm sure. I want to pull up the trade, but I can't. I don't, I don't have the mental. You mean the, the package? To, the package that the Knicks offered and mm. got turned down. I we think I might to, be able to remember it, but. We don't have to um, really deep dive the, the package itself. Donovan Mitchell has been traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers. If you, yes. you know, are in a cave without Wi-Fi, but yes. you can hear this podcast. I'm sure you already know this. For uh, Colin Sexton, Lori Markinen, and Ochai Abaji from Kansas, who had a great senior season at Kansas. Uh, I was well, excited I about him. We, we t- I talked about him coming out the draft. Yeah, we did. Yeah, me and Tyler talked about yeah. it. We thought it was going to be interesting. Uh, yeah, man. Donovan Mitchell's on the Cavs. And, and Cleveland is officially complete. Yeah, I would say. I would say they're complete. What were they? I mean, we talked about them during the play-in. They're missing a wing. Yeah. They didn't. He's not exactly a wing. But now, now you have another shock. Like you have a top five shock creator. You have a top five leader. A top five competitor. Yeah, I mean, this is a top five scorer. Just offensive scorer and, from and the guard spot. And he's another. He's been in a position where he's had to carry the the team in the backpack for years. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly. I, I think it's going to be tough for him initially to adjust. I agree. But I'm, I'm so happy that we're finally going to get to see Donovan in a position to be an efficient player. I agree. Like, it's Another long thing, overdue. It absolutely is. And this will be a chance for him to for, – well, for the Cavs. I hope that the Cavs will be able to adjust to – Knowing when it's Donovan time and when, you know, we could play as a team time. And, I mean, this isn't just the Cavs. I guess it's a mutual adjustment for both of them because they haven't had a player that could take over since LeBron left. Right. So um, they may not have had a player their entire franchise time other than LeBron that could do what Donovan can do. So there's going to be games where they don't need him to take over. And then when the game's – that they do need him to, they have to let him. They can't have Levert taking half of his shots. You know, you know, we can't be forcing it inside when Donovan has 38, you know, and three quarters, and it's a six-point yeah. game. We gotta keep letting him cook. And I so and that, I think they're gonna struggle with that balance during the year. Absolutely are. They absolutely are. Like my initial yeah. thoughts is their record probably won't be that great because they will. It'll take some time to like figure it out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and if and if young anything, players doing that too. Yeah, so. that makes it that a lot more room for error when when that's the case. Yeah, but my thing is, I look at it from the other way of, I think the the Cleveland guys needed a guy like this. They absolutely did. Because yeah. there was times when Mobley was was getting touches and ISOs when he shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. When Garland Garland could have dribbled for 10 to 15 seconds and said it was 20, you know, 20 to 23. Yeah. 
And and I thought yeah. their wings, their wings, including Lavert and, and Osman, and even the the more defensive guys like Okoro and and even Stevens. When mm-hmm. when the game gets messy, they're taking bad shots. Absolutely. Like with Donovan there, we don't need that anymore. No, you don't. That's that's the problem with a lot of teams that don't have a go-to guy is the bad shots are like infected the roster. Mm-hmm. With a guy like Donovan, you don't have that problem. Right. You don't like Stevens, just defend. Mm-hmm. We'll struggle. Like you're built for us to struggle offensively because you're out here to defend people. Yeah. And, and I just, I picture, obviously it's not going to be as smooth as I'm making it seem. But now Lavert doesn't have to like try to take over possessions all the time, mm-hmm. which I, I thought never really worked with them. I, I'm not really sure why. Maybe the bigs. Maybe it was that third big. You know, I don't. I don't know for a fact, but it, yeah, it, it doesn't work because even the bigs—they're very defensive bigs. They're yeah. not like rebound bad shot bigs like right. Drummond or like like that. And Lavert is a take bad shot player and not in a in a negative way at all i mean he's good at that he takes tough shots and he hits shots and he's a volume shooter they just didn't really have a volume shooter kind of uh offense at least last year and now you know they got another somewhat volume shooter they can build around for the whole offseason at least plus garland doesn't have to worry so much about being a combo guard because I could easily see games where Donovan has 12 assists and Garland just has 26, you know, know, 28 points and two assists. And he was just feeling it. And Donovan just, you know, ran point for that game as far as ball distribution. I mean, it's very, very, uh, very possible in a lot of options you have when you have someone like Donovan. Right. And, and both of the, the, the backcourt, like I've wanted to see both of them play off ball more. Mm-hmm. So this is like the perfect match because now it's guaranteed to happen. Yeah. Like this is just, there's really no negatives to this trade. I, I'm very happy for Cleveland, honestly, because like you said, this is probably the best player, like the best free agent they've got or, or available player that they've got since LeBron. Listen to their projected starting five. Donovan Mitchell, 26. Uh, Jared Allen, 24. Um, Evan Mobley, 21. Uh, let's see. Osman is 27. Okoro is 21. I, and Jared Allen is 24. I mean. How old is Garland? Like 22? Oh, Garland is 22. 22. That's what I was missing. Garland yeah. is 22, man. And Rubio is going to be back too this year. So I mean, another you got a really good backup point guard. Rubio and Donovan sounds great to me. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Passers. I'm gonna be honest. I'm mad I didn't think of this when when you know we talked about Donovan potentially getting traded a lot, and I never yeah. I don't really remember Cleveland coming up if we even mentioned it at all. Um. I wouldn't have said Cleveland because it's not that different from the Knicks as far as the, uh, you know, having Brunson and Donovan yeah. and having uh, 
I mean, I think Garland is better than Brunson. Brunson hasn't been in the same position Garland's been in, but I think Garland is a little bit better. But a small backcourt, I think we were looking for somewhere where he really just fit in and could. I think we were looking for more of an easier fit for him. I think even going here is not going to be easy. No. You know, he's still going to have to. They still, still got to figure it out. Hero ball. Yeah. Yeah. He's still going to have to be the hero of this team. I think a lot of times we were looking for teams where it's like, like if he went to Atlanta, he's, he's the Robin on Atlanta, even yeah. though he may be the Batman talent. Trey still leads the league in points and assists. So it's like, it was just going to be really easy, but in this team, he goes and he's the best player on this team already. Yeah. And you know, he, he may still have to be top five in scoring on this team. So, and he gives them the playoff experience they don't have. Yeah. The, if you look at it, this team is is built like a younger version of Utah to me. Um, Garland is Garland's a better – he's more shifty than Conley. But, um, you know, the inside, Allen and Gobert are pretty similar players in what they do for the team. Allen's better, uh, but yeah. Yeah, he's better. Yeah, again, all these guys are more lively. They're uh, more aggressive. They're more athletic. Uh, but the rest of the roster is kind of these guys where you just put them in really almost as bodies. And again, no disrespect to them, but <clears throat> Lamar Stevens, you know, Okoro, uh, Dean Wade, Dylan Windler. You know, they just kind of they're just out there as bodies for the most part. And that's a lot how Utah's Utah's second and third string was just just guys that were just there to just give guys breathers. But I just like but Mobley is the is the big difference to me. Uh that really makes this team a lot different than what uh than what Donovan's played with. And that's an inside presence that can do everything. Because Mo Mobley, even though he's uh, he's six eleven. He plays a lot like a small forward in a yeah. lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, he's just a slow small forward, but he plays like one. And maybe eventually they'll move him to small forward. They may have to because I'm not sure who starts a small forward now. I guess Okoro, but um, he's an undersized small forward for them. So Donovan has never had that kind of guy, and he's again never played with young guys. Donovan's. The one, two, three, he's the fifth oldest guy on this team. Yeah. Which is crazy. Crazy to think about, right? Love, Rubio, Robin Lopez. They still got Kevin Love, uh, I forgot. Yeah, and Levert is one year older than him. And then uh, they got Neto, too. Uh, hmm. they, they took Neto from you guys. Then Donovan is right there. I mean, Chetty Oseman would be, you know, Donovan's birthday was two days ago. I mean, this team, uh, this this roster has no flaw. Um, hypothetically, I think I think they'll need a, maybe. I think they'll need a real small forward. I do. I think that might get exposed because, especially in the, give me an example of a player. Yeah. Um, it isn't like an obvious, like, uh, like, a, like I always go to the, the perfect small forward. 
How about Crowder? That's not who I was thinking, but Crowder. Crowder would be perfect, yes. Or Finney Smith. Finney Smith would be perfect, yes. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to think of other guys in the East. Because all the guys in the East are all-stars. All, every small forward on in the East playoff teams are all-stars. Yeah. And that's what's dangerous. Or scrubs. In Cleveland. Well, I mean, like, I, I, I guess Kuzma would be a perfect fit. Like, Kuzma, for example, would be a great fit for them. Yeah. If he plays, you know, he would have to play more defense, but he'd be a good fit. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's kind of concerning. The... Uh, go ahead. I just think I don't like both of my guards being undersized. Yeah, and and that's the thing. That's why I said they would need a real small forward to to be there. Because now that's why tough their... guys came to mind initially. Oh, Coral's only six five. Even their small forward is undersized. Stevens is small. Stevens like a guard, right? He's like six. Yeah, three four. Yeah, and now. Now listen, the small forwards in the East: Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown, mm. Jason Tatum, whichever one. Mm. Um, you got, I guess, Tobias is a small forward for Philly. Yeah. Um, Chicago, DeRozan or Levine, either one. Durant. I mean, you know, it, even Gordon Hayward I mean, is is a tough small forward for Chetty Osman. No yeah. disrespect. To, so, no, I think like Allen is going to have to be really elite for them to be a good defensive team. Yeah. Um, but I just like thinking about the defense, especially in the playoffs. Like with alongside two small guards, you really can't play Levert and get stops. Exactly. So, that, so the, it, they're not flawless as far as how it's going to translate. I just don't think point, the, the forward is is like a glaring need for them. But to your point, Crowder makes them flawless to me. I mean, that yeah. I mean, Crowder's a little bit old, but a Crowder caliber guy makes them flawless. But again, even Toronto, Siakam, Siakam and Mobley is a good matchup, but they, they play two other bigs with Siakam a lot of times. You know, and then the Bucks. I didn't even say Greek Freak and Middleton. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Not to mention, like, Drew Holiday's 6'6". Six, 6'5", six. Six, six, six. Yeah, He's something like that. He's a big 6'5". Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even, um, like, the Hawks go... Hunter is a big small four. Yeah. They go kind of three big guys. Um, I mean, even when they had Gallinari, it was a seven-footer, essentially, playing small forward. Yeah, so... It, I think that's the one thing that I would say would be the only only place I don't see I'd see them having an issue. But other than that, but I think in the, me, the other question like, is do you want Mobley checking checking the best small forward on the team all night? Oh no. DeRozan's fouling Mobley out in the third in third quarter. Mobley's done. You know, Jimmy Butler's fouling Mobley out. Um yeah. You got to go three deep with those guys. That's just the East. I just, they're in a good spot because I can make a case for most, most of the contenders that they can't match up with somebody. I make the, we talked about this with Brooklyn, not having a big man, you know, the, the big, you got to guard Bam and Bede, Giannis and and with, with Milwaukee, it's like, everybody's a damn big man. Brooke, Bobby, fucking Greek freak. 
Middleton is six eight. Like, good God. So yeah, you just it's hard to match up like that. It's hard to match up, and that's a good point. But Brooklyn can outscore every other player on on your team. But that, this lineup, the, this starting lineup, hypothetically, can outscore most teams. No, I don't think so. What? No, I don't. <laughs> on Cleveland? Yes. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Get that MVP, that, Donovan. I'm rooting for you. Donovan can outscore forget, every other team. The, by himself, new new but... team. We're going back to the same Utah shit. We're just carrying the team. I no. I I honestly think that's a possibility, but I think Garland is gonna outscore. He's gonna be way more aggressive than Conley ever has been. But other than that, I mean, I think he's they're gonna have to rely on him a lot to score. Like I said, I think Levert is another Clarkson situation for him with Donovan. Yeah, man. And, and the other tough, the other tough thing is, you know, kind of what we talked about with the AFC uh, being so competitive. A lot of the the teams in the East are like established contenders. Yeah, Milwaukee's been together for a, a while. Miami has been together for a while. Uh, even Phil, I mean Philly, maybe not, but Philly, other than Harden, has pretty much been there for a while. Yeah, uh, who might. Tobias would be a perfect would be, small forward for them. Right. Yeah. Maybe not perfect, but his size would be perfect. He, he'd he be a perfect size. He'd play defense, and he's aggressive enough that you can't just rely on him as just like, oh, we can ignore Tobias. He's just going to play defense. You know? It, he's someone that, man. all right, Donald's not feeling that I can give you 20. Cold. He gets cold, and he stays cold in Philly. Yeah, because he just doesn't get the ball back if he's cold. That's like, true. it'd be just like, all right, you're not playing good, or right, you're done. I'm done with you. But and Doc, Doc only runs plays for him when he's uh, when he's making fi- shots. When he's on fire. So such bad coaching. Hey, uh, <laughs> Miles Bridges would be cool. Oh yeah. I mean, he'd be he'd be a nice pickup. He's out there. Um, I mean, I don't know what the situation is, but he'd be a really nice pickup for them. That's a that would be a good option, but uh, Boston is another team who's an established contender who's the core has been together a long time. Yeah, so really, that's, that's the huge downside. But to me, again, all these downsides are like playoff matchup related. Yeah, they are. They shouldn't stop Cleveland from winning games if they could figure out the the shot distribution quick enough. Right. Yeah. They. they I think you said you think. They may start out with a bad record. I think they may start out with a really good record. And towards the end of the season is when I think they may have. Kind of like Chicago last year. Issues. Yeah. Yeah. I can yep. see that. I can see them being on all cylinders until teams start really saying, all right, we need to start looking at the playoffs. Then I think you see some teams going at them more and exploiting the mismatches more and all that stuff. But the so. just the thought – Again, but back to just the the trade in itself and and the what it means for Cleveland, the thought of Garland, uh, Mitchell, Mobley, and Jared Allen being on the same roster for like three to five years is amazing. I love it. I really yeah. do. Yeah, me too. I mean, I'll tell you what, if they, I know this is 
this is going to sound crazy, but I'm thinking best case scenario. If they had like drafted or Cam Reddish and nurtured him to where Cam Reddish like reached his potential with them, yeah. he'd be perfect for them. Yeah. Defense, three and D, elite three and D scorer. That's all that's all they need. Because they're gonna need someone Phoenix who can also play forwards. Yeah, Cam Johnson would be amazing. Perfect. He he would absolutely be perfect for them. Yeah. Yeah. But Crowder. I think Crowder would be even better because of the experience and because of the grit. You know, and a lot of the guys are kind of soft. I think you said that off air, but it, it seems kind of soft too. So Mobley and Allen, like, they're just not – they're not thick, I guess. Like, they don't move people well. They don't. They don't. I love both of them, but – I just like I just worry Allen. If Allen's facing Embiid seven games, he's getting in foul trouble five times. Yeah, if not every game. Whole, I'm that's like a best case scenario that two games he stays out of it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but they have the two big the big guards. I mean the not big guards, but the big men. Um. Twin Tower lineup. And, and a lot of the teams in the East go twin towers and also have a really big small forward. So I think that's the one thing they'll need to address before they start thinking about contending. Cause even, you know, um, Boston, Boston and Philly are two teams that easily could go two big guys in there and then still have a really solid small forward yeah. out there. And then Atlanta too. Uh, and Chicago now, Vucevic and Drummond, and then still have Levine and DeRozan I'm, play I'm with. I'm curious how which of the two progresses faster between Cleveland and Chicago because mm. Chicago's held back because injuries have really bothered them. I think so. I think, I think that was the biggest issue last year, and I, I think just not being able to. You know, that trade, I think, happened kind of weird late last year. And DeRozan kind of had to take over for a lot of the year because just because they didn't have the chemistry established. Kobe White came back in the middle of the season. Um, uh, Pat, Patrick Williams came back and, and was just a shell of himself. Yeah, he didn't come back till the playoffs. Yeah. So, yeah, then they're, they're going to have um, Dragic, too, this year. Drummond is going to be really good. They got Tristan Thompson last year. Didn't really know what to do with him. Um, at least they'll have him for a whole offseason to see what they can do with him there. He's still Lonzo there. should be back. Yeah, I think so. At least. Uh, damn. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. Okay. Ooh, I'm, maybe not. Maybe not. We'll see. He's still on the roster right now. Being um, able to take Vucevic off the court is, is a huge W for them. Vucevic. To me, just being able to get him out the paint is huge. Yeah. Because he could be on the court. He plays like a, a power forward, but they need him to be a center. And now they have someone that can rebound all his ill-advised threes that he takes. He takes, you know, if he can see the basket, he's taking a jump shot. And now they have someone that can get the rebounds. But last year, he was taking jump shots, and there's four guards out there, and everyone's just watching this. The shot go up. Him taking 
I'll never forget that game one, him taking more shots than DeRozan. It was disgusting. So bad. And and everyone was out the paint. He wasn't hitting putters. So it was like, now I think Drummond definitely helps that big time. And even yeah. if they went with Tristan Thompson in there with him at the same time, now they know they have a backup. I think the fear of doing that was like, all right, well, if one of them gets in foul trouble, we're shot. But now, okay, we can do two bigs because we always have another big if they keep Tristan Thompson, of course. And I was sick of the four-guard lineup anyway with um, Gervonta Green. It only looked good. I'll be honest, it only really looked good when Lonzo was out there. Right. Exactly. So, I don't know. Um, anything else in the league? Oh, uh, Montrez Harrell got picked up by the 76ers. Good um, pickup. Really good pickup. He He's someone that probably could have helped any team in the East. Um, I can't think funny, of uh, It's funny Doc left uh, Montrezl in during the bubble to get relentlessly cooked by uh, Jokic. Yeah, but the the guy who backs up Embiid, the one I like, uh, Reed. Yeah, can't like. We'd rather start DeAndre Jordan than play fucking. I I don't know his first name. Peyton maybe Paul, Peyton Reed. Paul, Paul Reed. Paul Reed. I think. I liked I liked him. He wasn't like a major minutes guy, but I liked him out there for you know a couple minutes here and there. He went for every single block. Uh, that's all you need from a backup. That's what I'm saying. And Doc would rather play bum-ass DeAndre Jordan. I didn't forget that either. Yeah, that that was really bad. Especially, he played him. He did that after Paul Reed had like a A crazy highlight game. Like a couple games where he was like dunking on people, blocking dunks, blocking shots, goaltending shots, and then... He had more energy than than DeAndre did, like, since his Clipper days. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. anyway, but it it is a good pickup, and hopefully uh, Doc trusts Paul Reed to get some minutes in there this year. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Anything else in the – I feel like the Timberwolves picked somebody up. Did I see that? Or am I tripping? Pascal? Maybe not. Maybe they didn't get anybody. Oh, we talked We talked about it off air. They got Austin Rivers. CJ Ellaby right. was in Portland. He had a cool year in Portland. Um, Luca Garza lost like 40 pounds. They picked him up. Uh, Forbes. They picked up Forbes. Knockdown shooter. And Eric Pascal, who... Didn't get enough minutes on Utah. And then they also got, got Kyle Anderson. We talked about that already. They picked up somebody else, too. Maybe not. Uh, I guess that's it, man. Let me ask you an interesting question real quick. Uh, I had this debate. So, Who do you think is winning more games this year, uh, San Antonio or Utah? We were really struggling also. <laughs> I'm gonna go Utah. I'm I'm gonna count on Colin Sexton's health and and also yeah. pick Utah, but not by that much. I'll pick Utah by a lot. The thing is, is if Conley and uh, 
Connolly and Clarkson are staying there, they're going to win some games. Oh yeah. The that's, thing is, that's the the Spurs. I'm I'm concerned whether they get ten wins. Like, what does that look like? Like, you know what I mean? Just like, how are yeah. you winning? That means at least two times you beat a decent, probably a playoff team. Bro, I'm gonna be honest. This this Utah team is not bad. Like, they're not obviously not a playoff team. They're just they random. They're just random. Yeah. That's really it. <laughs> yeah, they're random and they, they don't suck. I mean, because look, you got all right, you got Jordan Clarkson, Colin Sexton, Malik Beasley. Those are three starters, starter caliber players. Yeah. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt is a starter caliber player on some teams. Conley's a starter. Uh, Bogdanovich, they still have Bogdanovich. Markinen, they have Whiteside as the center. They're not a bad team. They got pieces. Yeah. I'm trying to think the starting five, I imagine. I don't know if Conley, you're moving Conley to the bench yet. I'd move Conley to the bench, and I'd go Sexton, Beasley, you're starting Malik Beasley? Yeah, I'd go Sexton Beasley. Oh no, Malik Beasley gets him up though. He does. I like him. It. And, him and Clarkson on the same roster is kind of wild now that I think about it. Yeah, that's why they can't. One of them you has double, to start, one of them has to be double on the up bench. the racks and warm ups. <laughs> yeah. Uh Bogdanovich at the three. Yeah. Right? Sexton yeah, at the one, Beasley sure. at the two, Bogdanovich at the three. Vanderbilt at the four and Whiteside at the five. And you got THC and Clarkson as your, your backup guards. That's not that bad. They might Mobley, beat the Kings Mobley, this year. Mobley would give Vanderbilt 20 and 10 without breaking a sweat. That's not, not starting. You're not, not starting Jared Vanderbilt at the four talking about, yeah, that's straight. Like, no Bro, way. Who's oh, marketing at the four? For sure, finally, bro. Okay. I never want to see Markinen touch the small forward position, bro. It was cool while it lasted, but yeah, I don't want to. It see was it cool again. to think about. It wasn't cool to fucking watch, bro. You don't think Ver? You really don't think Vanderbilt is star at the four? You think he's that bad? I just don't like him at the four. He's he's okay. Uh, you, like, you like him at the three? Yeah. I got you. And if Bogdanovich is on some bullshit, throw Vanderbilt out there for as many minutes as he can handle. As much as you don't want to see Mark and add the three, I don't want to see Bogdanovich at the four ever again. Oh, fuck no. If if that's the case, all right, I'll take your option. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying. They don't really have any other fours. I mean, Rudy Gay at 36. But you can't. To me, like, if you're bringing Markinen off the bench when you don't really have, like, a clear-cut guy that should be starting over him. Yeah, that's true. You're making him a scrub. Yeah, because I, I, you don't even know where else he goes coming off the bench. Right. He's harder to bring off the bench than to start. You're right. Yeah, I don't think this team is – this is definitely not Cheeks. They're, I mean, they could be – they definitely beat an OKC this year. Portland, they're probably. I think they could beat Portland. They could beat all the bottom, the bottom tier East teams. The Knicks, the Magic, Detroit. Indiana. No, I mean them in Indiana. I think there's a good matchup actually. That's a solid matchup to me. They're in I that wonder, tier. 
Isn't isn't uh somebody mentioned this to me? I think a lot of the Indiana guys are on a contract year. Yeah, but they're all they're on a contract year, but like a we need to trade them before the season ends contract year. Not mm-hmm. like we'll see how they play to sign them next year. Like because they're trying to they've been trying to get rid of Turner and Buddy for like three years. Turner really they're trying to get rid time. of Buddy. As soon as they got Buddy, they they said, "All right, let's see who you know we're looking to trade him." Yeah, Turner. They've been his whole career. It seems like they've been trying to trade him. So those two, they're not really contract years. They're like, "Hey, who wants the expiring contract?" You know, those guys. I swear they're just whole. Just all the teams that need a big Turner's like perfect for, and and the fucking Pacers are holding him hostage. I know it is kind of crazy. Uh, you, you know, um, if Utah wanted to get rid of Clarkson or Bogdanovich, I mean, Bogdanovich already played for the Pacers, but getting Turner could make them, he could complete their roster a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, give them an actual end buddy. If they, I could see them, I could see them fighting for, especially if they get Buddy and Turner somehow and don't lose, I'll say, if they don't lose Clarkson, uh, and really Beasley, they could they could lose anybody else to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, with those two guys, I think they're at least fighting for a playing spot the last quarter of the season. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, again, Whiteside. I don't know how they're going to do Whiteside at center all season. That's going to be wild. Yeah, it's a, that might be a lot of losses sink off just that. <laughs> At least, at least uh, the guy who starts, even though he's a uh, fucking scrub in San Antonio, at least you could trust him to work hard. That's true. I don't trust yeah. Whiteside to work hard. I don't even think Whiteside likes blocking shots anymore. Yeah. Whiteside's... Oh, I was about to say, Whiteside is 33, bro? So There's no way. He is? Yeah. Damn. I feel yeah. old. <laughs> Right, but you remember he um he was in the G League for a really long time, I think. That's right, yeah. like three or four years. Yeah, he had that. I remember when he first got to Miami, he had like a whole. He was with Golden State for a while before that. Clippers, I think. Yeah, I think he was um G League for the Clippers. Yeah. All right, man. Um, I think that is it for today. Cannot think of anything else we need to go over, especially in the NBA. You know, the Lakers got a culture setter. I'm not going to touch oh, yeah. on that. <laughs> Lakers got Patrick Beverly from Utah for THT and Stanley Johnson. I forgot THT's in Utah too. That's actually solid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it yeah. seems like trash. They it's might if they figure out like who who should be in the lineup and who shouldn't be, they, they could be very surprising. Bro, THT and Sexton alone sounds fun to me. Who sounds like fun? a fun watch. Were they the team that got that random Boston guy to coach? Yeah. Yeah. I take back most of my excitement, but I still like those well, players. They picked they um they picked up Walker Walker Kessler too for uh yeah, yeah. That's probably who they're going with at center, not Whiteside for starting, which 
I think is actually a mistake. I think they should start right side. I don't know if Kessler's athletic enough yet. No, he's not. Not from what I've seen. And they got Juzang, too, which is he may get some minutes on this team. Mm-hmm. They're bad. He may actually to show, you know, his NBA talent. But uh, that really doesn't change the Lakers. He doesn't help the Lakers at all to me. I, I do think he changes them a lot. You do? I, I don't think there's somebody had to like force people to be accountable last year and it didn't happen all year. The problem is, man. Well, I guess so. I don't know. I I don't know how receptive they'll be to Patrick Beverly when they have LeBron. But and, that's, that's know. what's, that's what I love about it. Like Pat Bev could be off the roster in two months. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that pickup. I, I like the pickup for that. I like the pickup. I just don't think it's like, yo, this is what they were missing or they're going to. And and I like team and all that kind of stuff. I don't like the Lakers try to pretend all last year that Russ's disgusting, like awful quality turnovers didn't bother them. Mm-hmm. And And I was just sick of it by like game 60. Well, Pat Bev, you know, he, he's not going for that bullshit. No, he's not. It, it, again, like just the turnovers, thinking back to what they actually look like, Pat Bev is calling him out on that shit. But my problem is who's going to care is my issue with Pat Bev. I believe he'll call him out. I think he'll say it publicly. I think he'll tell him in the locker room. But I don't think anyone's going to react. That's the issue. For well, me. then LeBron and LeBron is more retired than we thought if he doesn't react at all. <laughs> but who cares what Patrick Beverly says? That's what I mean. LeBron can say, get Patrick Beverly out of here. It's not that gone. it's, it's not that like somebody had to say something last year. And it felt Wait, like, not- it felt like all year we were just like, you know, we're still in the playing hunt. We, you know, we still got to get healthy. Like, no, no, no. You had, you got to fucking guard somebody. Yeah. I get what you mean, yeah. I just I, nobody they, had a they voice held publicly accountable, bro. If I'm sure, if Malik Monk tried to say shit, he would have been off the roster instantly last year. Any of those so you, guys, you but, think Pat Bev okay will have more that. more power than that? Or you're 100%. you're just glad that he'll do it, even if he gets kicked off? Yes, the roster? I yes. Got you, yeah. Like Pat Bev will expose him mid season if they're not guarding anybody. He'll get waved <laughs> and go to another team and be like, "Yo, I." Good thing I left the losers. Yeah, like Jimmy Butler did that he's time. He's already, he's already, he, he's been in L.A., what, two weeks, three weeks? Two weeks, I think, yeah. Already, uh, I'm not playing with them. They're playing with me. That's the, that's the best line I've ever heard in the NBA. That's right. I went to the playoffs <laughs> last year. They did it. Right. That's the difference. <laughs> like thank you like that's that's all i'm asking yo there's no way y'all got three top 75 players and y'all the spurs were ahead of y'all in the standings by the end of the year is carmelo not top 75 four people four people yeah <laughs> so if you could you could escape your your legacy could survive with that happening one time mm-hmm if that happens again, it's no longer, oh, Russ just fucking suck. LeBron, AD, really? This this all right. you got? 
Like at, at yeah. that point, their legacies are going to be, I mean, AD, his legacy is already a big question mark, but yeah, I just, I can't picture LeBron just allowing what just happened last year to happen all year long again. I gotcha. There's no way. AD's legacy is only like a quarter of a notch. Well, it's a full notch. It's only one notch ahead of like boogies for me right now. Yeah. Boogie's Boogie, peak was just as good as Let's be as honest, AD's if Boogie peak. got a healthy bubble run in 2013, mm-hmm. he might he might be a, a champion too. Exactly. Yeah. Him, Rudy, and Rondo that Fuck time. Yeah. Yeah. They were they were kind of fire. Hello, Key. <laughs> I like um, that. Yeah. It, one thing about the Lakers, um, and I say this every year about LeBron and his point guard issues. I think I think LeBron is better with point guards that are uh, more passive um, guys who aren't really good assist guys because LeBron is such a big assist guy. Yeah. And anyone else is passing, it just doesn't work with LeBron. Um, you, you know, I mean, look at all the point guards LeBron has ever played. None of them have ever averaged 10 assists. None of them have no, ever for sure. been guys who are even capable of averaging 10 assists. So <clears throat> I think Pat Bev fits that perfectly because he just has to be a 3 and D guy and LeBron plays point and Pat Bev just guards the guys LeBron can't guard, the smaller guys. So I think that'll work out well. Um, I don't know how Westbrook is going to fit in there. If Westbrook plays the two, that, that's cool There's too. There's no um, way. Bro, this talk of Pat Bev – and Russ playing side by side. Yeah. I mean, that just, that sounds like the most must watch disaster I've ever heard of, honestly. The disaster is Russ and LeBron playing side by side anyway. For sure. So, for sure. But it's Pat more so out there Russ. With LeBron and Russ is even more of a disaster. But like, at least LeBron saves it because LeBron has chemistry with AD or like sometimes the shooters. <laughs> He has good yeah. chemistry with Mello most nights. Like, yeah. Russ just doesn't have chemistry, period. I'm with you. Just does dumb shit. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, Darwin Ham will, uh, they'll listen to him a little bit. Hopefully. One thing um, that sucks about Darwin not going to the Knicks, I, I really think Mello was going to go there and give mm, him one more. That would have been nice. One more go round. That was going to be his farewell with Donovan too. That would have been cool, but y'all, y'all are just that. That's the the collective basketball fan base will never fall for y'all BS ever again. I know I won't. <clears throat> and it would have been perfect too because we would have had to trade RJ, so we would have had a small forward spot open. Mellow, we would have been like Mellow, just get some. Uh, you know, get some quarter zone shots and just give it a try to start for a full season and see what happens. But it is what it is. We're probably going to yeah. get Gordon Hayward. We've been wanting Gordon Hayward for like six years. Y'all taste, y'all tasting players isn't even that good. Like, y'all tasted good players is not even good. <laughs> Who the fuck wants Gordon Hayward, bro? You you remember though, right? I do. I do remember that, and I don't understand why. Like Boston got him. Boston didn't get him because they wanted him. He was a a good piece to fit the team. Yeah, 
And at that time, he was like Utah. He was like a borderline all-star. And that was his coach. And, and, but even then, even when he was a borderline all-star, the league was not like head, oh, my God, we got to get Gordon Hayward. Yeah, he wasn't very a very desirable player at all. And it only really just made sense because um, Brad Stevens was there. And then like, oh, cool, him and Brad Stevens, that, that should be great. That was really it. So, anyway. Anyway, life goes on. Yep. Life goes Sorry, on. Sorry, Knicks fans. Sorry, Knicks fans. Got to wait for that draft pick to hit. I don't. I don't have anything to say. I don't know yeah. what to say. Yeah, I feel. Draft, I are, we're the worst drafting team in the league. Let's trade all the picks. If, if the same person who was has been drafting the picks since Porzingis is still on, uh, you know, still on the payroll, just go ahead and trade all the picks because they suck. Yeah, you they know, honestly, suck. man, honestly, Cleveland makes like how Cleveland looks now that they got Donovan. It's just an indictment on how trash y'all are. Because if y'all got Donovan, it's to say, like, it's just same old Knicks with an exciting player. Nobody, nobody was yeah. having expectations for y'all if Donovan got there. But Cleveland, if we had to trade, if we had to trade RJ, yeah, I wasn't having expectations either, to be honest with you. Yeah. Even with but RJ, if we, old playoff berth, that's cool. <laughs> If we had Brunson, Donovan, and RJ, I, I would have hyped them up big time. Okay. I would have. I would have, I would have resisted that hype, but okay. Let's say, probably, all right, that's decent. But the, the I might like, not have. Your point, though, Cleveland is a contender because they hit on draft picks. Yeah. Garland was not a fucking top five pick. Mobley was, what, fourth, I believe? Uh, I think he was third i think he third was second 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 Paid him then ivy then i mean not ivy then um in houston uh green yeah and yeah Kaminga. those are the top four he was top four whatever i think i want to say Kaminga was fourth though <clears throat> but cleveland like and, and this was a knock on cleveland when lebron first left is they couldn't fucking draft yeah when you can't draft and you miss on things in free agency, like that, that's the, the pinnacle of bottom tier organization. It is. And the Knicks do that shit like all the time. Yep. At least, at least the Wizards have like fluked me into some hope. At least the Wizards had a whole backcourt that was contending for a second. Maybe not contending, but it was close to contending right i mean the knicks is, is just sad mm-hmm. mobley was a uh, mobley was third third yeah <clears throat> it's ben just Barnes, sad man Suggs, honestly him. like and yeah. in, in, in hindsight i'm like yo y'all don't deserve not only is donovan a great player he's a great local player he's a fucking new yorker he would have been, bro, I would have plastered. If I'm the Knicks, I would have plastered him all over the fucking stadium. Bro, they got rid of Kimba. So it, that's went out the window long ago. Yeah. I, 
I benching just, Kimba in his hometown is just like a complete spit in the face. But, but that I know that was Thibodeau, but bro, then he came out and had 28 like two games later. And it then wasn't he still like right back I hated that. I hated they they couldn't guard shit, and it's like Kemba's fault. That I hate that. I know. But my point is just like, yo, hit some fucking draft picks before you start hyping up the league about how you're getting the next big uh, available good player. Bro, we're never going to hit on draft picks, so you never have to worry about that. Right. That's 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 the sad truth of it. Toppin is the best draft pick we've got since since Porzingis, honestly. Well, Mitchell Robinson was good. But did we? Yeah, we drafted Mitchell Robinson. I think this is fourth year. I mean, I I like players y'all have got. I just there's nothing there to put it together. Yeah, the thing is, even with draft picks, sometimes if you don't have a good enough team that you can let them loose, they never really get fully there. You know, like sometimes, like. I would say Orlando's in kind of a situation where every draft pick they get just looks cool for them for a little while, and then they basically have to let them go because they're not going to get anywhere. We're just a bunch of guys who are pretty cool young guys. Yeah. You know what advice I'll give to the Knicks? Just shut up. Do shit quiet. Fail or succeed quietly. Yeah. If if sure. it wasn't a big deal that Donovan was coming to y'all, nobody would have given a fuck that he went to Cleveland. Sure. But y'all hyped it up like it was essentially nobody else was dealing for him, and it was just y'all. Like it was a layup, yeah. I'm sick of that shit. KD, Ky- Kyrie or KD, nope. LeBron, nope. Enough. Bro, the year we the year we were going for KD, the Knicks would have been. The- Arguably the best starting five to ever play basketball. And Katie, they hyped it up so much. No, I don't like like y'all organization. It was going to be Rose, KD, Carmelo, Porzingis, and Joachim, I think. Yes. What's left of Joachim? But uh, Stephen A made the point perfectly when, when they picked Brooklyn. Like two of the best, two of the top 10, 15 players specifically had the choice between the two and said, nah, Brooklyn's better. Yeah. That's it. You're dead. Like that means the, the fucking star players think of you as garbage. Yeah. You're done. And the thing is, it's part of it too, is the legacy there, the pressure. We put way too much pressure. The Knicks put way too much pressure on their players. To be good and and the Knicks to be good. And it's like, I think going to Brooklyn for them was just like, hey, we don't even have to live in any shadow. We don't have to be as good as anybody. Brooklyn is like brand new. It's only 10 years old, maybe yeah. at that time. So that's, this is that's what know, it is. New York, New York basketball fans are greedy. That's what the problem is. <laughs> yeah. They we want everything to add to the legacy instead of make a new legacy. Oh man. So Anyway, that's enough for today. Yep. Uh, Detroit looks really good, by the way. Pistons, their roster. I look at it. I've been looking at it a few times, and I mean, 
with the guys that we just handed them for nothing, they look great. Yeah, I, I think they Cunningham Kemba too. Uh, they put the ball last year in Cunningham's hands a lot, and I think his stat-wise, he could really uh, skyrocket this year. I hope he doesn't. I mean, I hope they don't have him at point anymore. But you're right. Stat-wise, he could go absolutely nuts this year. Yeah. Especially with Duran, man. I mean, guys like Duran don't win Rookie of the Year. But, but I think he's going to be – I think he's going to be the most – the most contributing rookie in in uh, the league this year, honestly. I think it'll be well. I'll say more like um, uh, Desumo was for yeah. Bulls. Like he's in games, you notice his impact every game, even though he's not having like the best stats. I think Duran is going to be like that. Yeah, you're going to notice his blocks, notice his dunks, his rebounding, but he just he's just not going to average twenty ten and three blocks a game he's not going to put up garnett right. numbers yeah all right thank you oh, for listening quick. shout out oh, to the so. overseas guys they're playing well in fiba oh yeah yeah the like overseas games have been overseas the overseas games have been great also um uh, i hate that i forgot about this but the WNBA playoffs hmm. have been fantastic finals are coming up i think Bro, who's the point guard that just took Sunday. over the who's the small point guard? She's got crazy range. Oh, dude, I don't know. Took over what? She just took over the playoff game, either the last one or the previous one. Oh, mm-hmm. My boy was showing me, yeah, and, and it was like it was three in somebody's eye, come back, crossover, another three in somebody's eye, come off the screen. Oh, Chelsea Gray? Yes. Yeah, Chelsea Gray been she's been going God, nuts. Damn, she looked lethal. <laughs> and like she just tosses it up there like really quick. Yeah, yeah. Fadeaways. Yeah. yeah, she's been eating all playoffs. Yeah, bro. It was literally like it was the game was teetering in the balance. Yeah, and in like yeah, I know the game shots, you're talking about. Four shots she took over. It's over. Yeah, the other team was like passing around, getting shots, and then she would just come down one on one. Fuck it. Yeah. It's she always hits daggers too. She's big mm-hmm. for like if if she scores and you come down, you don't score, he's gonna score and it's gonna be a spectacular shot every time. Yeah. So yeah, it's the aces and the sun in the finals. So she'll she'll be in the finals. I think it's Sunday. Um if I'm if I'm wrong, look it up just in case. But I think <laughs> it's Sunday. Um and they've been exciting. Uh Sue Bird is done, but Congratulations to Sue Bird on an amazing career. Uh, I hope Candace Parker doesn't retire. She's thinking about it, but I hope she doesn't. Um, and the FIBA, that's for the World Game Qualifier, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I've seen a lot of the guys. The, uh... Schroeder got Germany looking good. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, Greece with Greek Freak is playing well. Uh, Bosnia and, and Herzegovina was playing well with Nurkic. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys are showing out, man. Gallinari was playing pretty up. well before he got hurt. I haven't been keeping up with the standings, though. No, nah, I mean, yeah. And the records. And I also don't know how it works. Is it the top three, top four? I'm not even sure, to be honest. Luca's another guy who's been playing phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. 
I love I love that stuff, man. I love when they play for the country for real. It's just really nice yeah. to see. Um the patriotism for them. Uh all right. Thank you for listening, everyone. Um uh glad to be back. Yeah. After a little while, a little break. Um sports are back season We're is back here. Into it. Yeah, definitely. Uh follow us on Instagram. Subscribe, notifications. If your notifications are on, you, you'll know we're back. So that's good. Uh, everything else? Anything else for you? No, thank you guys for listening, as always. All right. We'll see you guys next time.